New yeah, England has the question. best summers. But uh, dude, fucking crazy! That's that's. I got a crazy ass story for you. Okay, before we get into your story, can I, bro? Congrats on the baby. Oh yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, hey, your boy. You know if it's a boy or a girl. Your boy's still fertile. Um, no, we don't know yet. Yo, that's crazy. After getting fucking the sun's radiation shot at your testicles, you were still able to yeah, still, load one up. Still fucking producing. Um, yeah, man. So, How does that feel? Do you feel invincible now? Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's why we had to buy I mean, a house. You got... That's why we had to buy a house because we needed four bedrooms. Oh shit. Yeah, so we were gonna move and rent would have been like thirty five hundred dollars and we we're like fuck for another seven hundred bucks. Let's just buy. It's now it also makes sense well, I mean it made sense already, but it adds a little bit more color to the to why you were you're so resistant to the idea of contemplating quitting a job to start a business. Like there was like no way I could talk you into that the other day, which is understandable, but it felt especially looking back on it, it, it looks especially like yeah, well, a, a new level of resistance. I'm also gaining so much momentum in this role. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm gaining so well, much I, momentum. It's like I have to keep like catching yeah. myself because I'm like, like, am I like am I just like, is this all in my head or is this shit really happening? And it's just like I keep finding myself in these meetings with like the department, like the most important people in the department like actually needing my consultation on things. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like they're they're yeah. buying into the shit that I'm putting out and they're seeing the value in it and they're spreading the word and now so it's just like I have so much momentum here. It's it's insane. So totally. I and I was talking to Gordon last night. We went out and had a couple of beers at Allen's, which is just such a fun little What's Boston Allen's? Bosquin? It's just like the only, it's the only bar in Bosquin, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Those kind of spots Boston are great, though. literally. Yeah, it, it was perfect. Anyway, so we had a couple beers and we were talking about um, sort of like where, what I'm, what I'm trying to do and what most people, most people see me trying to do. Um, and then the, the other alternatives to that. And one point that he made was that a lot of people don't, you know, for better or, or worse, um, have a lot of ambition to create something most people are happy finding a place that they can you know get get all of their needs met and take care of their family and and have some good vacations or whatever but it's not common for someone to feel a need to create something yeah and he's, so and then he gave himself as an example like he's he's a you know a smart guy he has aspirations he has goals one of which is to become um, a police chief in concord like he wants to, he wants to go through all of the ranks and be the top. I top. thought he was a fucking and firefighter. Like, what did I say, police chief? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in firefighter. Yeah, yeah, but like at the end anyway. Of the day, so like that's not... so your so that path, bro. Let me finish this point really right. quick. I just I just gotta tie the knot. Okay, tie the knot. So, so that those that type of a path is a, is a really strong and good path, and I think it's like tra- good on traditional. you if that's, if that's how you want to go. But it's it's also way slower than it needs to be. Way slower. I think if you're gonna, you know, use broad strokes, yeah, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. most people don't create in their in their jobs. There's there's no part of your job True. that requires you to create. And if there is, you usually 
like use something that's already been in place and just update it, right? Um, so most most jobs don't require that. That's one of the big problems that I have in my job with talking to people is that in there, what they do is they come to me and they go, I need a course on this. I need a course on this. And they want it to be all information dumping. And that would be, okay, mm. okay, yeah, I'll take all your information, I'll put it in a PowerPoint, and we'll go teach it, right? But that's not what I do. I say, what is the problem? What are the behaviors? And how can we elicit performance? That requires right. creativity and creation. Everything right. that I make in my role has is creation, like... All the, all the courses I've made so far, and I don't like the term courses, but all the problems I've solved so far have come from like taking an idea and creating something off of it, generating a product off of an idea, creating, and not using and what's, what's traditionally there. And so these are projects that are being presented to you, right? You're not going out and trying to find clients. Uh, well, all my clients are internal right now. Okay. So someone comes to you with a problem. They're like, Hey, I have these staff. They need to learn this thing. Um, this is what we're currently doing. It needs to be better. Right. And they give you some kind of like timeline or some notes on what they want or what material to be covered, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And then you just go and you put it, you put it together. Well, that's what they want me to do. That's not what I do. I right, say you step it up. So well, I say I say okay. Um, I say well, what's the problem that we're solving for? And they're just like, well, they need ethics training. Okay, why? Because X Y Z. Okay, but why is that? You know, five whys, root cause analysis. So I do that, and they think that's they think the meeting's over, and they think the next time we meet, there's going to be a product, and that's not how it goes. The next time we meet that's when we we do action mapping and i say here's my analysis let's start solving for the problems and they say well here's all the information i'm like no 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 i don't care about all the information who's the audience if the audience is payroll clerk why are we talking about things that have nothing to do with payroll clerk what are the things that the payroll clerks are not doing right now why are they not doing that so is it and what did you call this meeting that's the you said these are action this, that, that's usually like the um the the kickoff or the action mapping meeting so the handoff meetings when they so, come to me and say here's your project i say okay it's usually brief five ten minutes and then later i try to have a longer at least one hour hour and a half meeting where we action map and figure out exactly what are we solving for and it's always, it's the same with everyone because it's all, nothing's being solved for performance. It's all being information dumping. You know what I mean? So they're frustrated because they're like, well, they're not getting all the information they need. And it's like, no, 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 no. They're adults. They can go find the information they need. Let's show them where it's at. But let's talk about the behaviors that we need them to, to exhibit. And that's such a hard conversation to have. You know what I mean? And is it just behaviors or is it like, are behaviors a part of a 
of a larger goal. Like obviously it's behaviors and skills or well, skills are part of behaviors, but there's also like a mindset or like a, or like a, a camaraderie or a rapport building aspect to it sometimes. Well, part of my, part of the meeting, I talk about gap analysis, perform performance gap analysis. So there's four types of performance gaps. There's skills, knowledge, motivation, and environment, right? So I like to walk them into- Wait, say that one more time. Yeah, the, the performance gaps are skills, knowledge, motivation, and environment. So what I like to do is walk them into that conversation by saying, um, okay, well, what's like, what's the problem we're having here? And they'll say, Kelly is just not, he's not getting a grasp on this stuff. Okay. Um, what do you think it is? I just don't think he's, he understands, right? Why doesn't he understand? I don't know. I think he just, he, he slow learner or something. He's just not cut out for it. Well, what have you done to help him understand? Well, he can ask Melissa questions. Okay, what does that look like? Right? So then I step back for them and I say, all right, there's a- Wait, can I just pause one second? Yeah. I just have to, I'm trying to keep track of what you're saying. Cause I, I the part of what you're talking through is the process that, that you are using to um, to design the solution. This is sort of like the discovery phase. Um, yeah, more or less. Interviews. So I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to compare what you're saying to a, a framework that I've used. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and then an observation, when you get passionate about something, something I, uh, I what I notice about you and I do the same thing. Yeah. So does, so does fucking dad. Mm -hmm. um, we get, we get loud yeah. and our emphasis becomes aggressive i know i know it's and I, so, so i just wonder i wonder if in some of these meetings you're getting a sense that people are either intimidated by you or feel like you're kind of bullish and and forced like oh maybe too forceful i've gotten that feedback before mm -hmm. liza gives me that feedback mm -hmm. all the time and i was just noticing as you're talking it's like i want i almost want to be like bro i'm, I'm sorry yeah I'm no 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 I'm i like, am realizing that i intimidate a lot of people like which which can be a good thing but it can also be really destructive if you're trying to build a team right right but my like i'm self-aware of it and so i use it as examples right because if i'm aware of how i'm making people feel about the way i come off a certain way right then i can take the feelings that i know they're having and i can have them apply those feelings to the concepts that we're talking about, right? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. And then they, then that gets into more shit. But anyway, yeah, no, it's it's a problem that I'm uh, I'm fucking always working on. I haven't had the problem here and, yet, and that's true. That's true, but about the affect. But the thing that I've noticed, be, like being in a relationship with Liza, is that people who have anxiety or people who like aren't don't feel strong enough to stand up and, and you know, debate or, or defend their position or even just to play a hypothetical out, they're going to withdraw and you're going to gain nothing from the conversation from them. And so one of the patterns I've noticed in my relationship and at work sometimes yeah. is when I'm, when I'm the most confident and the most creative and the most excited about something is when people will often perceive me as the most rigid yeah. and the most, um, 
aggressive and the most dismissive. Right. Which is so interesting. Yeah, yeah. It comes off as dismissive, especially if someone thinks that you think you're smarter than them. Like, that's when people, like, if if you're around someone that you feel that you might have more understanding or a higher intellect level, then we don't mean to, but it comes off like we show it. You know what I mean? And yeah, but I don't think that has... I was like half listening to you, but I don't think that says one thing. It doesn't say that we have a, a higher intellect, though, or a higher intellectual ability. It does say that we are curious and confident. Yeah, yeah. In like in having like in the skills of a conversation, I think that we are mm. really skilled in in conversation, and I think partly is because we are kind of cerebral types. Yeah, yeah. And we enjoy problems and we enjoy analyzing things. Yeah. But I but I think the um. But the other part is just because it's we're interested. It's exciting. Like we like right. the hunt. Of well, things. okay. Where where this has helped me, the my personality type, it's helped me because I don't. I keep work very professional. So, like through my actions, I've gained a lot of credibility, and I think that my credibility uh, goes a long way with that kind of stuff. And if somebody's in a meeting with me where I can get to that point, they know me well enough as a professional to see that that's um, like a good thing for them. You know what I mean? Well, that's what you hope, right? Because who's going to say, who's going to say what I've seen. Who's going to tell you straight to your... That's what I've seen so far. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that must, um, you must be with a good group of people then. It's extremely... Well, it, it's interesting right now. It's interesting. There's going to be an uprising of well, we uh, talk, the younger generation yeah. soon. Well, I mean, so I'm going to, I'm going to publish the last episode if you're okay with it and this one. Um, so I don't know what topics you don't feel comfortable talking about. Like if you don't want to talk about office, office politics Just, or stuff, or even to, oh. even today, if there's stuff that we, we touched on that you don't want to be, um, I don't know, to be open to the air, I can either edit that out or we can just you know not put post this episode yeah anything that seems too uh meta like too if meta? i'm talking about myself i don't want that in there why you know oh, what wait, i mean no, i get that okay well that's so valuable though. valuable though yeah but maybe not. yeah maybe not i, I I'll, I'll get your point I'll, so i will always you have access to the studio, I think. I can make you, I can give you yep. access as an editor or something. Yeah, because right yep. now you're just a guest. So I can change you to editor or something. And then you will mm -hmm. be able to see it before I publish it and make any edits yourself if you want. All right, word, word. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I got to get this story to you before I fucking go back to work. It's insane. Oh, fuck, dude. What a, what a, <laughs> wow, that was such a long tangent from starting the conversation to, with hey, I got yeah, a story to you. But, wow, fucking a. So normally for work, I wear like a a sport coat or I wear a suit. You know what I mean, suit and tie. Yeah. And uh, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. So, you know the Walmart down the street from me. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, I leave work. I haven't been to this Walmart in forever, just because I don't have time anymore. You know. Um, mm -hmm. usually Charlotte does all our shopping and shit, but anyway, so yesterday on the way home from work, Charlotte's like, Hey, can you stop and get ink for the printer? 
And I was like, yeah, sure. Not a problem. I'll stop at Walmart. I'm wearing my suit and tie. And that Walmart is kind of sketchy, right? It's a Walmart. They're all sketchy, but it's right on the highway. It's, you know, a lot of transients, homeless people hanging out front. So I pull into the parking lot and I get my first gut feeling like, yeah, this is, I'm not feeling good about this. I get out of the car and there's a couple walking by and they what double time is take it? and I'm like, what? What time is it? I can't hear you. What, what time? Last night at like 5.15 p.m. Okay. So it's not dark. Yeah. No, no, no. It's light out. So I walk by a couple. They double take me because I'm in a suit and I'm at fucking Walmart. And I think, yeah, I'm going to get a lot of looks. I'm definitely going to be a target for an opportunist, right? But I'm like, whatever, dude. You're being paranoid. Don't be a pussy. Right? So I walk in. And I look over at the money center. There's no line. So I was like, ooh, I can go get my rent now. I was like, I'll see if there's a line on the way out. I head back to the tech section. I get my ink. And the whole time I'm just watching everyone look at me, you know, and I'm just like, dude, it's all in your head. It's all in your head. No one's really looking at you. Stop, you know, whatever. So I get my my ink. The guy checks me out back there and I'm walking out of the store or I'm walking down the aisle towards the front of the store. And this dude starts walking towards me. And he's got a hat, a do-rag, his pants are low. He's got a hand in his pants, like holding something. And I'm like, dude, don't think anything sketchy. Just give him a nod and a smile, right? So as I get closer, about 10 feet from him, I go to nod and smile. He darts his eyes away and ducks into an aisle. So I was like, okay, red flag. Now all those things I've been thinking are starting to like, uh, like be reinforced, you know? So like the alarms starting to sound, but I'm like, whatever, dude, like keep an eye, but don't worry about it. So then I go to the money center and I'm like in line, there's only one couple in front of me and they look like a rough couple and they're just staring at me, like looking me up and down. So I'm like, I'll stop looking at these people, people. So I turn and I look and I'm looking out at the registers And I see the dude come walking down the front of the registers and he's looking around. He makes eye contact with me, takes a few more steps and stops, looks away, turns around and goes down one of the registers. So then I was like, okay, red flag, watch out for this guy. Then I see him pop up from now he's on my side of the registers near the money center. And he starts walking towards the money center. He's got his hand in his pants. He's looking right at me but like looking away, like he's coming at me, but he's like darting his eyes around. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm out of here. So I leave the money center. I start to walk towards the exit of the store. He goes into the money center, stops, turns Wait, around. Wait, can I make a prediction? Leaves, leaves the money can center. Can I make a prediction? Hold on. And starts Can I make a prediction? No. And starts following he's me. He's returning something of yours. Starts following me. Gets up real close behind me. So I stop all of a sudden. He comes out around in front of me and he goes, why are you looking at me? And I was like, why are you following me? He goes, why are you following me? I was like, do you want, I was like, you're following me. Do you want something? He goes, you want something? Keep talking, keep talking. If you want something, I was like, I don't want anything. Stop following me. And he just like backs away and he had his hand in his, in his pocket or in his pants 
and I, as I turn, the the like the greeter standing right there, and she's like, "Can I help you, sir?" I go, "What the fuck was that?" I think I was about to get jumped. Bruh. I step outside the store, ran to my car, and floored it home. Dude, so I go online that's, and I start looking that, up all the symptoms of getting of getting robbed. Every single one of them. Symptoms. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I stuck out like a sore thumb. I stuck out mm. like a sore thumb, right? I looked like I had money. And uh, he was, he, he didn't make eye contact with me. He was looking for me. He followed me. And then I confronted mm. him. So I think what was happening is I don't think he had a weapon and I don't think he was thinking of being violent, but I think he was trying to be intimidating. And he was just going to come up and steal my wallet as I was cashing out. Mm. And then when, when he saw me not cash out, he was like, fuck, I'll just get him outside. So he was going to like punch me and like grab my wallet. So when I confronted him, it could no longer be in haste. And he just kind of backed off. But dude, it was, you got to force the issue. What's that? You you forced the issue. It's like in chess when you have momentum. You, like you changed the momentum yeah. on him. You saw mm-hmm. like, you saw his attack forming. Like he was positioning his pe- like getting ready for something. And yeah, fuck before he was set up ready, you confronted. That's cool. Well, it's also yeah, interesting yeah, because like being from being from New Hampshire, we don't have exposure to situations like that very often. Do you know what I mean? Nope. Like and with we all don't. that says about New Hampshire and us and our limitations. But I mean. It, it's it is a, it is interesting that just like having that perspective, you would go in that situation and you would still be prepared for it. I don't know, it's cool. Yeah, I was surprised that that's how I reacted because I was straight up in fight or flight. You know what I mean? I was straight up like I wasn't like evaluating decisions fully. I was just like making quick, like like real quick. What's the pros of this? What's the cons of this? Make a decision. Pros cons decision. Pros cons decisions, and they all worked out, thankfully. But, dude, it was fucking terrifying. That was scary. And this is all thanks This is all thanks to the United States Air Force. Yeah, I don't think I got it from the Air Force. I don't think I knew how to, to do that from the Air Force. I don't know what it was. What is, what is the big thing that you gained from the, your time in the Air Force? education <laughs> literally bro there's such a delay. I got I came out of the air force with three degrees holy shit and and uh accredited uh college instruction certifications like regionally accredited yeah I mean you did it you did it the sort of best way possible where you got in and you were able to sort of use the, the air force and use not in a manipulative way, but just like make, take, take, make access of what they were offering. These opportunities mm-hmm. that let you kind of slowly take care of what you needed to and put yourself in a position where you can, you know, do what you're doing now. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. You're Thanks, like a shit show, dude. You got pregnant early it could have been a shit show, but you, 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 you made it good. Proud of you. And now, now I'm about to be the only broadband kid that owns a house. Wow. And, and once wow. I start my well, master's, it's, it's I'll be weird. 
once I start my master's, I'll be the, the highest educated broadbent and the only one with a house. Whatever. I'll be the first millionaire. And that's what I'm trying well, to I'm tell you. I'm not close. You don't, you're, you're not even in the race, bro. It's not even going to be close. Hey, you know how Listen, when you were talking so about playing, the, wait. you know how when you were talking about playing chess? Yeah. You know, like how you have to learn all of the openings and all the variations? Right? I mean, you don't have to. But yeah, it's fine. I mean, you should know all the variations to the opening that you use. And all the variations of the defense that you use. You know yeah, what I mean? The successful ones, anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, I've used the same opening several times. And I've used v- several variations that haven't worked. You know what I mean? Mm. You're trying a new opening. Mm-mm. See, you're that's on you're a wrong. Ho- this is what I've you're always You're trying done. a completely new opening and you haven't tried any of the other variations and you think that it's a very, it's a, an aggressive opening that's going straight to the attack. And uh, I don't think that you've looked at the other variations and the pros yeah. and cons of this opening. So that's really, that's an interesting perspective because my perspective is that it's exactly the same process that you're describing. I have tried this over and over again. I have always been someone that is, has wanted to do something more than just have a job. So just having a job is always going to last me one to two years. And then I got to move. And I got to find something else because either because I, I have, I have depression. And so I just bottom out and I have to start over or because mm-hmm. I am truly a seeker. And so what that means is I've always been trying to create something. This for me feels like the first time where I'm actually in a position through all of the iterations that I, that I've been through all of the bends that have existed. This is the, the closest I've ever been to, to a, a, a mindset, to a financial situation, to a relationship situation, to a whatever physical situation where I, I could actually make it happen. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a new opening for me. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's the strategy. I think it is. Beginning. I'm just, it's definitely not. It's a thousand percent. Not. It's the same. I think in the context thing. of Mom a chess game, I think in the context of a chess game, you're still opening your first couple moves and it's a new opening. It's a new opening. It's like when you step away from the E4 opening and try something else. Um, I'm still using the E4 opening, but I've, um, I've tried it on a different variation that I've tried several times, but now I see like the implications of the mid game with it. And so I'm setting myself up for mid game with the way I'm approaching my opening, I think that you're in the early parts of a new opening that's uncharted territory for you that you've never tried and you're still in the first couple moves of it. So you haven't seen how the defense love it, love is it, going love it. to... Dude, I got it. I got it. I got to interrupt you because you, you got to go back to work. And so I got it. I just want to plant this but... question for our next conversation. Next conversation, I want to talk about this. What What do you think that the actual hourly value of your creative ability is for for the for the the for who you work for now when you're able to create and implement the kind of trainings that you do what is the actual value of that over time five dollars okay, okay, is my value okay right, okay bye